When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Against the Raiders and the Jaguars. What would our belief in Chris Ballard be right now? As the Colts maybe won this past weekend, maybe lost. Maybe they're moving out of the divisional round. Maybe they're not. How would that have changed the way we look at Chris Ballard, Frank Reich, and the level of leadership of the Indianapolis Colts? This is Inside Indiana Sports Now. I'm Kent Sterling. It's Monday. January 17th, 2022, we're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. Give him a call, 317-849-2933. Let's talk about sports. First of all, congratulations to the Purdue Boilermakers. They got a big win on the road, double overtime against Illinois. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I want to talk about Chris Ballard. I went on with Dan Dockich today, his radio show here in Indianapolis. Best sports talk show maybe in the country, certainly in Indiana. And and we spent a lot of time talking about Ballard, spent a lot of time talking about Reich and Ursay too, and the direction of this franchise. Is it fair to kind of take Chris Ballard to the woodshed over his ongoing belief that you build a roster from the inside out? Here's what the Colts have done. Top five of their top seven paid players are on the interior of the offensive line and the interior of the defensive line. Grover Stewart, Forrest Buckner, Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, and Mark Lewinsky. Then you factor in Braden Smith with his extension, Eric Fisher with his one-year kind of prove-it deal this past year. You're spending a lot of money on the offensive line and on defensive tackles. Do you win games because of that? We're watching games all weekend long, yesterday, today. We're going to watch another one tonight. Uh, The Rams playing tonight against the Cardinals. And what we're going to see is a lot of money being spent on the outside, right? At quarterback defensively, wide receiver offensively. And what the Colts have done is exactly the opposite. When you look at Pro Football Hall of Famers who played guard, Talking about guys like Gene Upshaw and Joe DeLamalure and Russ Grimm and Larry Allen, 
these, uh, most of the pictures of these guys are in black and white, right? Joe DeLamalure, a lot of these. And then prior to that, when football was a different game, prior to the rule changes governing contact and how you can prepare your balls to play, and I'm speaking of the Dukes, not, you know, your nether regions, how you prepare, that turned this game into a more offensively-minded game in terms of the vertical passing game, right? And the Colts are built to run the ball and stop the run. That's what they're built to do. They're not built to stop the pass, so they don't stop the pass. The defensive coordinator, what's he do? Matt Eberflus, we saw it in the game against the Jaguars. Jaguars, third play of the game. They got a third and 13. Eberflus sends four, and everybody else is in the shell zone. So what happened? Of course, they pick up 17 yards and they get a first down. We had seen it all season long. Not quite as much after the Jets fiasco, a win, but the Jets came back strong as the Colts went really, really safe defensively. At any rate, you don't, in this day and age, you don't expend a sixth overall pick on a left guard, no matter how good he is. Quentin Nelson's really good. He is a good guard, but does it matter? Bill Pullian spent years telling us two things. Guards don't matter, and outside linebackers don't matter. That's what he told us over and over again with roster decisions made on behalf of that team that won a truckload of games in the 2000s. So as we watch Chris Ballard do what he does, and as we listen to Chris Ballard, when he spoke to the media last week, what did he say? Hey, you believe what you believe. And if you're not willing to exercise what you believe, then what kind of a leader are you? I understand what he's saying. You know, it's your special sauce to the job that brings value. And Chris Ballard believes that his special sauce is building from the inside out. We've got to evolve as we, as we gain experience, right? All of us. This is what we do as human beings. We evolve. We become smarter. We become more circumspect. We develop a greater understanding of what we do. And Chris Ballard should be knee-deep in that process this offseason because in five seasons, as the general manager of the Colts, he has led the Colts to exactly one playoff win. They've gone to the playoffs twice. You know what? The first season where they were 4-12, and I give Ballard a pass. All right? That wasn't his roster. He didn't have enough time to rebuild it. He was uh, cajoled into keeping Chuck Pagano on as a lame duck head coach. Then he went out and got his guy. Then his guy decided to stay in New England, and he got another guy, Frank Reich. And and all's well and good. I'm not second-guessing that decision necessarily at this point. He came in as a first-time general manager, unlike Polian, who had been down that road three times for Buffalo, had succeeded at Buffalo, took over Carolina, succeeded there. Then, you know what, Bill Pullian, a bit irascible. And so the ownership with Carolina, they weren't having it. And they sent Pullian to the Colts for a draft pick. Fine, good. 
Napoleon was terrific here. He knew what he was doing. He knew how to build a winner, and he did it. Chris Ballard, over a career in football with the Bears, with the Chiefs, you know what, figured some things out, came to Indianapolis, filled with confidence, maybe a little bit of hubris, that's okay, and went to work building a team in the way he believed it needed to be done in order to win a championship. And what we have found over his five years of building that team, building this roster, is that this is not the way you do it. This is the way you finish 9-8. and eight. The Colts, look at the teams left in the playoffs. Name a guard from any of the teams left in the playoffs. Yesterday, you could have, because you had to come with Zach Martin, right? Zach Martin, one of the best guards ever in the National Football League, and a guy from Indianapolis went to Chittard High School, has a home here. We love Zach Martin. But what has Zach Martin, as one of the best guards in the NFL, done to win a championship for the Dallas Cowboys? As good as he is, the Cowboys do not win or lose based upon Zach Martin's level of play. Just like the Colts don't win or lose based upon Quentin Nelson, who is a road grater as a run blocker. And as a pass blocker, he's pretty good, but he's not great. Mark Lewinsky paid a lot of money as a guard. You, you, if you, and here's the deal, and here's why this is important. Because if you invest all your money in the offensive line and the defensive front in Stewart and in Buckner as you wait for Pay and Odangbo to become really, really uh, become hellraisers as edge rush guys, if you invest a lot of your money there, and a quarterback, obviously, and Carson Wentz, you don't have any money left for quarterbacks and wide receivers. And one thing that Frank Reich talks about a lot, he talks about balance offensively. You've got to be able to throw. You've got to be able to run. In football, from a roster perspective, you've got to have a good offensive line. You have to have a good defensive front. But you also need cornerbacks who can play. And you need wide receivers who can go catch the ball. We saw it all weekend long. Guys, dynamic guys who changed the game with both their hands and their feet. And the Colts don't have that. Michael Pittman is okay. Michael Pittman had a nice year. Uh, Almost 90 receptions, over 1,000 yards. But who else was Carson Wentz going to throw to? I like Michael Pittman Jr. and think he was a hell of a pick early in the second round. It's not like Chris Ballard has done just nothing but uh, terrible things. He's done a lot of good things. I, I'm one of the few people who like this DeForest Buckner trade. Giving up 13 to get Buckner and pay him a lot of money, that's cool by me. I'm okay with that. Chris Ballard has done good things. I'm not even blaming him for drafting Malik Hooker in his first pick, 15th overall in 2017. He's the first guy that Ballard welcomed to the Colts. What did he do? He got his knee torn apart. Now he's playing for the Cowboys. Is he a guy? Look, we learned that from Bill Pullian because Pullian was doing the same thing. He was going out and spending a second rounder on Mike Doss, going out and getting Idris Bashir 
in the uh, in the draft, and you're like, huh? Why are we going out and getting safeties? Then he went out and got Bob Sanders, and Bob Sanders, that proved that if you draft a safety early, you can win with a safety drafted early as long as he stays healthy. It's cool. However, so I'm not even blaming Ballard for that, right? I'm not blaming Ballard for Rocky Scene. Rocky Scene was not bad this past year. Ballard is really pretty good at looking down the road, like fifth rounders, sixth rounders, seventh rounders, and getting guys who can play a little bit. Danny Pinter, really good backup. He does a good job building the back end of the roster, but you've got to have dynamic players who can go make plays for your offense. you got to have that. There's no point in having a great quarterback without having weapons for him to throw to. Wentz is not great, but they don't have good weapons either. So what the hell, if... If Carson Wentz was Aaron Rodgers, you'd have a chance. But Carson Wentz isn't Aaron Rodgers. You're going to have to teach Carson Wentz the game of football, and you're going to have to hope that he isn't so stubborn to learn, that he won't learn it. With Chris Ballard, Ballard has got to look in the mirror, and he's got to say, you know what? There is a difference between physics and dogma. Dogma, we believe, right? Physics, that's fact. The fact that you have to build from the inside out, that's not a fact. That's a belief. We can alter our beliefs. We can manipulate our beliefs. They are malleable. That's how we learn. That's how we go from being brash and idiotic in our 20s to being reflective and productive in our 40s and 50s. That's how things happen in life. Chris Ballard, is he the guy to build this thing right and win a championship? Jim Irsay is going to have to figure that out. I think that he's done more good than bad. I would give Chris Ballard a B- minus five years in. And not begrudging. Maybe I'm a little bit tougher or greater than most. Jim Irsay said in a video outside the team playing, I have allowed doubt, fear, and a lack of faith to slip into our DNA. It will not stand. I hear a lot of words from the Colts. And granted, we're only a week and a half into the postseason, really eight days into the, into the offseason, right? I'd like something more than words. Let's see something. I want to, you know what, as, as an offering, give me Matt Eberflus's head. Fire Matt Eberflus. Can we do that? You know what, what I've heard is that the Colts are sitting on making the change because he's interviewing for head coaching positions elsewhere. Matt Eberflus has no chance at all, I've been told, to get a head coaching job anywhere right now. So what are you doing? How about making your team run? How about making your team better? Get it right. You can't just run this back. You can't just say, you know what, we were close, we're going to keep everything as it was because we like all these people and we have a championship culture. What? You don't have a championship culture. You know what gives you the right to say you have a championship culture? When you got banners swaying in the background saying, we win championships here. That's when you get the right to say that. All right. Uh, Purdue, big win today. Nice. He beat Illinois 96-88 in two overtimes. Jaden Ivey, man, if you had A minus, 
What are you talking about? A minus, hold on. Just got a comment saying I would give Chris Ballard an A minus at least. He's won one playoff game in five years. How do you measure this? That's like saying, you know what? I got a brain surgeon. Uh, 70% of the people he operates on die. But, man, you know what? I got a good feeling about him. What? What? How could that even be? How can somebody say that with a straight face? Anyway, Purdue gets the win. Uh, Jaden Ivey is different than other players in the Big Ten. He is, there is something special about that kid. They got three-point shooting today from Sasha Stefanovich. He was 5 of 8 from beyond the arc, looked good. He missed a free throw late in the first overtime that kind of was costly, but it all came out in the wash. They get the win. Uh, Pacers Clippers, they are playing right now in the first quarter. IU tonight, 6 o'clock at Nebraska. You got to win that game. Must win that game. You have to win something on the road. And if you can't beat Nebraska, then who the hell are you going to beat? You already lost to Penn State. You've got to get a win on the road. Or at best, you're going to wind up 10-10 and 10 in the Big Ten, and that isn't going to get it done. That would be a shame. IU's guards have got to play better. They have got to learn. Xavier Johnson has got to learn. He's got to process information, and he's got to limit his mistakes. I think that is a tall order. That's a big ask for a guy who led the ACC in turnovers for two straight years. He is who he is. I hope he can change. That would be nice. Um, here's some Colts trivia. And, and cool trivia overall, but there's some Colts trivia at the end of it. And it, this comes from Brian Whitney, uh, a great friend of the channel. And he shared this with me. Did you know that if Tom Brady's Buccaneers win the Super Bowl, he will have won his 37th career playoff game as a starting quarterback? That would tie him with his former employer, the New England Patriots, for the most in NFL history. So if Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, Bucks win the Super Bowl, Tom Brady will have won as many or more playoff games than any team in NFL history, and the team he will tie is the New England Patriots. That is awesome. That is crazy. And the number, like I said, is 37. The Colts, they are tied for eighth with 23 all-time playoff wins. And again, one in the Chris era or Chris Ballard era. So there you go. Go Hoosiers, go Pacers. By the way, according to Hoops Hype, Miles Turner, the asking price for Miles Turner, Kevin Pritchard will take your call if you offer two ones or a one and two young players. He will take your call if, and you want Karis LeVert, one good player and a first-rounder. That's what Kevin Pritchard's asking price is to pick up the phone and talk to a rival GM about Miles Turner or Karis LeVert. And really, Pacers fans, this is what we're waiting for, right? Got to clear the decks. Got to initiate this rebuild a little bit because whatever this is ain't working. And they're not going to swap out a coach again. Rick Carlisle is under contract for a lot of money for a long time. Herb Simon isn't going to stroke that check without there being some extreme uh, collateral damage for Pritchard 
and Buchanan and everybody else associated with it. Uh, Kevin Pritchard can't go to Herb and say, Herb, we need more money to buy out another coach. That is not going to happen. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. Go Hoosiers. Come on. Get that win up there in Nebraska. Right? Come on. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.